Hi, this is Brian Kralowitz. Uh, you are joining us uh, for our weekly podcast series for University Counseling Services here at Truman State University. And uh, our topic today is going to be about sleep. Um, uh, so we're going to kind of talk about, hopefully, the, the negative parts, which we, we tend to do on our podcast. Uh, but we're also going to talk about, hopefully, things that people can do to really, real simple things that people can do to make right. their, their, their sleep patterns better. So I'm joined to he, uh, here again with uh, Eric Nielsen, uh, who is kind of our scholarship worker for the office and uh, helps us out with these podcasts. So let me turn it on over to, to Eric and have you start talking about sleep. Yeah, so I, I would like to think that most people at some point have sleep problems. They don't get enough sleep. They oversleep, just have a really awkward sleep schedule, so... Let me challenge that a little bit. This is an interesting point. Oh, okay. Most people, most people do. But I, 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 the one thing, the best line I've ever heard about sleep is that you know you've got enough sleep when you don't need an alarm clock to wake you up. And, and so the people who are like you know who I and I and I think as people get older, I think we live more regular lives. We right. go to bed at a certain time, we wake up, yeah. and we just kind of wake up in terms of what's going on, and we feel pretty good about things. So I would I would agree with you on the point that I think most people at college struggle with sleep, and <laughs> yeah. our stats pull it off. So I don't mean to challenge you on that. Yeah, but. things things <laughs> such as staying up late, studying, cramming, which is really bad for you and but then there's facebooking right. and iming and playing that you uh, need, like Wii that. and all that you know and, and finding out the end of the internet you know right. things like that right. but um how many people do you, would you think come into your office with sleep problems? Very few. I mean, there's there's a really a very few people that will ever come in as this is the main issue but one thing we ask our question in our office of Describe a little bit of your of your health problems that come along, and 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 people regarding sleep problems is actually one of the fifth highest kind of health related problems. So we're not this is not the psychological, but we get into kind of things that impact people in a pretty um, from a level of where would you say there's an issue for you? And it's basically a yes no question. People are gonna come to our office and mm-hmm. hate this. Like, do you feel like you do you feel well rested after you sleep, or do you feel like you have sleep problems? I can't remember exact wording, but it's the fifth highest problem that we from a health standpoint that we get in there. Well, whenever I go out and talk to students, say you know I go to a classroom like who in here says they really sleep well no i mean so everybody's like they don't bring it up but they go man i'm i'm just bad at this yeah. and the typical sleep pattern for our campus is from sunday to thursday people sleep pretty horribly because what they do is they go to bed way too late they wake up too early they take five hour naps and they do this horrible convoluted sleeping yeah. and then on friday and saturday they sleep for 12 hours yeah you know so those nights they can sleep in because they're not waking up the next day mm-hmm. and which then cycles into the horrible thing on and everybody has the sunday night phenomenon where you woke up on sunday morning around noon and then you go, and then trying to go to bed at 10 o'clock, you're right. just not tired at that point. Mm-hmm. You don't fall asleep in terms of it. And people who say, oh, I love taking naps, I always go, do you take a nap on, on Saturday or Sunday if you slept a good night? Well, no. That yeah. tells me you're not taking naps. You're trying to catch up in terms of that. Right. So, and I'll bore you with stuff after that. But most people <laughs> on this campus really do struggle with sleep. But they, but they, sleep is very different than most mental health issues because they attribute to like, you know what? It's just me. I'm really lousy at. It. If I would do better at it, type of thing like that. Yeah. They attribute it as very much an internal issue versus an external issue. Where it, even with depression or anxiety, people go too much. I don't know how to control these things. Mm-hmm. Sleep is like I know what I have to. I just don't do it. Yeah, the thing about sleep is uh, sleep is something that will kind of bleed over to all your other health and mental health aspects where it, it, you're going to have a really kind of grim outlook on life and be kind of have a short patience with everyone. If you don't get enough sleep, you're going to be frustrated. And if you don't get enough sleep, your immune system is going to be much weaker, more prone to get sick. Ergo, you're going to miss classes, miss lectures, miss all of that good stuff, which you should 
Yes. Yeah. But but yeah. you know, you know uh, we looked at the, like from a kind of health standpoint on campus. We did a survey, and the second highest health related problem on campus was sleep difficulties mm-hmm. in terms of impacting grades. Mm-hmm. It's pretty powerful. It, this is above cold and flu. The only thing that's above it is stress. And one of the things right. that we're doing a research project on is we're looking at what causes people stress. And one of the questions we ask is, do you feel well rested after you sleep? And the people that said no were much more likely to be highly correlated with having a higher stress level. Mm-hmm. So it's the chicken or the egg. You know, people talk about stress. Yeah. Is it because you're not sleeping really well? I mean, if you're going to bed at 2 and you're waking up at 8 and you're exhausted and you're going through all your classes and people all say, I have a hard time falling asleep. I've, I've tried enough classes where, you know, no, everybody knows, should you fall asleep in class? Unless it's a sleep class, the answer <laughs> is no. But people fall asleep, all, you know, their, their heads will nod off, they'll die. I mean, if you sit quietly in a room that you, is in a hard, miserable chair trying to take notes, paying attention, you right. fall asleep. It, mm-hmm. If you allow yourself to fall asleep. So people get to bed, they start, their mind runs around all the things. Like, I hear this tomorrow, I got that going on, I got this going on. How to clear stuff out. So, so let's go into real positive things in terms of what people can do basically to go to sleep better. A couple of little simple things. One, don't drink caffeine after basically dinner. Right. Caffeine lasts in your system. And caffeine is not just sodas, but it's also in chocolate. And you know, be aware of what you take in as in consuming of, of what you would have in terms of that. Um, be aware of anything that kind of would stimulate you. You know, Red Bull does have caffeine. Drinking that, you know, you know, at 10 o'clock at night is a bad thing. So people always say, i got to stay up late. Caffeine will last in your system for about five, six hours. Yeah. So if you think you want to stay up until 2 o'clock in the morning, don't drink much caffeine at 8 o'clock or at 9 o'clock, you know. At that point, you want to be able to point at 2 o'clock when you're done studying that you go, I am tired, I want to go to bed, that you will fall asleep in terms of that. And something that attributes to your body's health is if you do go to sleep with that in your system, all of it just gets stored away and produces things like fat in your body. And that is, I would like to think, a large thing to um, causing a lot of health yeah, disorders. I mean, I mean, and just lack of sleep. I mean, sleep is it's, it's one of those odd things. I always tell people if... If we if we invented sleep and someone said what's going to happen is you're going to close your eyes and at some point in time and, and no one ever goes no one ever like I, I know how to fall asleep where we fall asleep is we just don't think about it and we fall asleep our right. body goes to this thing and then for like hopefully eight to nine hours which is what college should be looking at you sleep for you have no memory of what the heck you did <laughs> you know this is like a, this is like this is like a concussion without the concussion. This is like getting right. really drunk without drinking. Right. That you you will fall asleep and you'll have like and you'll wake up in the same place kind of and you'll go, "Wow, I feel better." It's this bizarre thing that our we don't know why mm-hmm. no one really knows why we need sleep and why we need our dreams and things like that. But but to get people to do this, if you don't do this, your body will force you. If I also if you ever want to know what like depression feels like, you ever want to know what insanity feels like, go without sleep for about two or three <laughs> days. You will know every mental health issue because your body is screaming at you, fall right. asleep, fall asleep type of thing. So so r- basic stuff in terms of in your room. You know, great things to do if you have a fan or some basic white noise is what it's called. Creating yeah. some little noise that will create it that will help you go to sleep. Make sure you sleep. Don't get too hot. Don't get too cold. Mm-hmm. Um, those are things that will bother you in terms of Don't drink a whole bunch of water before going to sleep. Right. You don't have to wake up and pee. Don't do that. Um, you know, be aware that your roommate in terms of how it would be. Make sure that you're kind of in a very peaceful type of thing. If you need some noise, that's music. But don't have it be something that wakes you up. A lot right. of people have like turn on like some have human voice that people be talking. That wakes us up instantly having just random music that you just kind of blend in the background mm-hmm. with and that's where more classical music or you know jazz or yeah. things that just don't bother people but or just a white noise that just you know having some just you know random rainforest sounds being played stuff like that um 
in terms of making sure that when you go to bed, a lot of people are warriors on this campus, have a little notepad next to your bed that you don't have to like put on your glasses if you wear glasses, you don't have to turn on the lights. Just in the middle of pitch darkness that you will write down like, oh, I got to do this at 11 o'clock tomorrow. That you write on this notepad right. and you set it down so you're not sitting in bed because I, I know everybody's done this before. You sit there and go, don't forget this. Don't forget this. Don't forget this. Which is about the greatest way to wake yeah. yourself up in the universe. And you eventually get no sleep because of that. Exactly. Yeah. Or the other thing that people do is they lay down and try to go to sleep and they start playing the time game. <sighs> it's midnight. I got to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning. If I fall asleep right now, I'll get seven hours. We lay there for 15, 20 more minutes. What do we do? We look at the <laughs> clock and we go, if I fall asleep right now, I'll get six and a half hours. And that's not the best way I can live with it. Yep. And then we play this game over and over. So I will always tell people, and people hate me when I say this. Please, please, please never look at your clock when you're laying in bed. Knowing what time it is, what you're going to fall asleep is the most useless thing you'll ever experience right. in your life. Because all you're doing is torturing yourself, bothering yourself by why you can't fall asleep. Again, I also, the easiest thing in the world is to fall asleep. We just make it hard. Mm-hmm. If you just sit there and go, you know, like if you can fall asleep in class, you just sit there and just like let your mind drift off, boom, you fall asleep. Yeah. Other things, turn off your darn cell phone. Yes, there, yes. If you have that friend that wants to call you at 2 in the morning, are you awake? Do not have it on. Or, I am now. I am now. You know, tur- don't text message. Don't turn off right. all electronic kind of components of this. Kind of along the lines of, of we talk about caffeine, which is some people don't think about. Our body really is based on sunlight. When the sun mm-hmm. is up, we feel like we need to be awake. When the, when it is dark, we have an instinct to go to sleep. We can counterbalance that and do odd things that kind of challenge it. But almost every natural disaster known that what man has caused occurs from about two o'clock in the morning to about five o'clock in the morning. We're just tired that we make mistakes. Right. So one thing that that what triggers people of this is light. Think of what are two things of sources of light that are, that people might have in their room um, that that will wake them up. Let's see. There, if you're in a dorm, it's going to be the uh, fluorescent lights, and then maybe a computer screen, computer or, screen or TV, and yeah, the lights. Or cell lights phone, will maybe. confuse us. Cell right. phone, anything that causes us to get it causes a chemical reaction in our body to wake us up. It, it, mm-hmm. it stimulates us. So part of this is the idea of making sure you're not looking at lights. Yeah. The other thing I tell people all the time: beyond turn off the cell phones. You know, don't use that as your alarm clock. It is, everybody's yeah. like, "That's my alarm clock." Buy a darn alarm clock for ten dollars. Mm-hmm. It'd be the best investment you ever make. An alarm right. clock that actually has no value but it makes a noise when you want it to make a noise. Um, the other thing that, that I will tell people to do is do not take naps. If you if you have a horrible day and you are at, what, you know, five hours of sleep and you're just exhausted, cowboy up or cowgirl <laughs> up. Get through the day. Get to 9 o'clock at night and crash out. Right. I also have a nap consists of, and naps are actually very healthy, but a nap consists of 20 to 30 minutes of sleeping. I'm going to repeat that. 20 to 30 minutes. Most people go in college, like, you know, I'm just going to lay down on my bed for a little bit. What happens? You lose track of time because you're sleeping. Three hours later, three hours later, you wake up, and then you now are, now you have great, now you've slept. Mm-hmm. And so now it's you wake up and it's five o'clock at night. There's no way at midnight or at eleven o'clock you're going to go fall back right. asleep. You are now wide awake. Mm-hmm. So truly, the idea of not napping, you know, the idea of keep, you know, if you're going to take a nap, it's fifteen, twenty minutes, thirty minutes. Make sure you get up. And if you are, if you have only had four hours of sleep, and you go, I'm just going to lay down for fifteen minutes. You are not. You know, do not lie to yourself. You're no <laughs> way you're going to do that. 15 to 30 minutes nap is going to basically consist of that you've had a decent night's sleep and you're looking for a refresher. Yeah. If you've done two hours of sleep, you are not going to take a nap. 
buckle up, cowboy up, cowgirl up, get to the end of the day, and then then reset yourself kind of quality. And then at some point in time, aim for like 10 hours of sleep, and you're going to feel great the next day, and you'll be good to go. But don't do those things in terms of, of trying to go through it. Yeah, from what I've seen, you know, uh, a little bit of sleep is far, far better than no sleep at all. Yeah, an all-nighter is a horrible experience. Yeah. There's no value. You are from from a standpoint they've done research on this. You are better off actually taking a nap and not studying right. than you are studying because you're not going to remember what's going to happen. And they did this, this thing on Dateline a few years ago, and I've seen this in other places where people are usually like drunk driving is really bad. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, no question. Yeah. We're not debating yeah. that. We all know that. But what was actually worse than drunk driving was tired driving. Yeah, when people were <laughs> sleep deprived and they and they were and they could not do this, they weaved more than a drunk person does. They have less control. People do not realize how bad we react without sleep. So, I, I actually have some input on that. My um, my mother, when my parents were going through a divorce, she fell asleep at the wheel and oh. ran into a street sweeper. Oh. <laughs> and I and I, yeah. I had I had a friend in college that to this day I, I, I saw his car and I have no idea how he lived it, but he tried to drive off and go somewhere in, in college. He was you know I was worried about people. Like, I'm going to go home to St. Louis. I'm going home to Kansas City or Chicago, wherever they're going to drive to. He just and especially the driving up in your northeast Missouri. It's so boring. Yeah, yeah. The roads are so straight and the roads are paved. There's no danger typically. It is so easy to fall asleep. There's a cruise control. And my friend rolled his car on the freeways of Los Angeles. I mean, <laughs> flipped it oh over and gosh. over. I mean, I saw his toolbox that was in his car that got twisted like to like a pretzel oh level. Gosh. And that is, it, to this day, I am amazed that Scott ever lived from this. It was like unbelievable <laughs> in terms of how bad the accident was. And he Especially said people reported LA. that he woke it up. He woke, you know, they said he flipped over at least five or six times. He wow. rolled it that bad of what occurred. He fell asleep. Um, and so, and, and this is, and it sounds like this, those are the extreme stories. But when we talk about this, that about 50% of our campus report that, that their sleepiness during the day is more than a little problem. Right. Um, we have, in terms of that, feel that they're, they're tired. Only at least 16% of our, of our campus are actually, you know, in terms of, or actually almost only 7% of our campus report they don't feel dr- tired or dragged out during the day, uh, you know, at, at any point during the week. You know, and that they feel like they get enough sleep to feel rest in the morning. Only 13% of our students on everyday report that they feel rested so so 87 percent of our campus does not sleep that well we've got these are the things that we're trying to change here so we are doing sleep awareness week we're going to on in november i think it's november 3rd 4th and 5th on the tuesday right. we're doing sheep on the quad so come out and count sheep we all, <laughs> as a parent you all as a kid you always told count sheep we're gonna have sheep there for you to count and give a lot of good information we're giving a lot of free giveaways you can sleep masks out we're giving kind of just information out please come by on wednesday i know i'll be doing a presentation um kind of going over how to get better sleep that hopefully kind of edutainment <laughs> educational but entertaining um, and then on Thursday we are doing a little siesta nap day and we're having it where people can come by and take a nap over in the student you'll have little cots out for people in a quiet little area if someone takes a picture while you're sleeping don't, don't and, worry and Eric right? will be it's just going to be me Eric is just doing pictures so we can promote these things and yeah. so please come out and join us that'll be and we'll have a lot more information being sent out very soon about this because it's about two weeks away when we're recording this but uh, sleep awareness week um, come out and count sheep count, learn some stuff by the lecture and take a little nap on our account and we are giving away some 
some pretty cool giveaways. We have some real cool alarm clocks we're giving away. There's a lot of fun alarm clocks. <laughs> ones that ones that when they go off, they have wheels. It shoots off. It runs off at your table, and it shoots off. You have to go chase after it. Wow. One has a propeller that shoots in the air. That you have to find the propeller to turn off the alarm clock. So, uh, we're, so if you are, terrible. so if you, it is terrible. But these are the ones if you have a hard time waking up, these alarm clocks will make sure you get out of bed because there's no other way to do yeah. it but chase after these things. So a little oh, bit of fun. Minus unplugging it. <laughs> no, no, they shoot off. You can't really unplug it. That's they're kind of. Oh. It's, it's they they've designed all these things. Okay. So again, thank you for listening to our podcast here about sleep. Uh, this is Brian Crowley from University Counseling Services. If you have any questions about this, actually, I'll give you a different website. We have our own little sleep website. It's sleep.truman.edu. Um, if you have any questions more about this, please contact me at my office at six six zero seven eight five four zero one four, and we'll look forward to tuning in to next week for our podcast. Thank you very much.